This is a download from News Talk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. Off the ball, getting inside the game on News Talk 106 to 108. All right, it's uh, Thursday nights, which means that it's time for Thursday night football with John Giles. John, a very good evening to you. Hi, Jar. Uh, I want to talk about Wayne Rooney I think yeah. it's uh, <laughs> we talked about it briefly on Tuesday when the team came out and you kind of did feel that this was such a big game so important for Ferguson for all sorts of reasons that not having Rooney involved was going to have repercussions or at least suggest something bigger was going on and then today in the papers very detailed stories about a price that Manchester United might be willing to accept it seems as if somebody has been briefing that Man United are ready to let, to let Rooney go well, it looks that way, Jar, because if it's uh, as, if it's in the paper as strongly as and, and as prominent as it was today, there's usually a leak somewhere along the way, because uh, the journalists wouldn't take a chance on going so strong, strongly as, as strong as they did on the story if there wasn't some sort of encouragement to do it. So it does look as if uh, that there's there's a lot behind it. Is it the right thing for Man United? Well, Ferguson is the man, uh, Jer. As we know, he's been doing it for 20-odd years for Manchester United and very successfully. Uh, there's great players have left the country, uh, the club before at the right time, what he considers to be the right time, whether it be Brian Robson or Cantona or Roy Keane, Stam. Uh, and, you know, he's the one that will make the decision on it. And if he believes it's the right thing for Manchester United, then that's what he will do. Is it? I don't know whether it's the right thing or not. But I'm not. It doesn't matter what I think. I mean, Ferguson, he's there every day. He judges the whole situation. And uh, if he believes that he's not uh, really doing it for Manchester United, then he'll, he'll let him go. There was a text in earlier on saying that Rooney hasn't fulfilled the potential that he showed for Manchester United uh, when they signed him first. Mm. I wonder, is that actually fair? I mean, he's had a pretty decent Manchester United career. He's been their most important player or their second most important player pretty much every season since he arrived I don't think he, I don't think he's marched on uh, Jer from two or three years ago I think he was on his way to greatness uh, and I think it stalled for whatever reason I don't know uh, but from the time he, he had his injury uh, and then the dispute over his contract and then getting a very big contract I don't think he, he has um, really improved at the rate that he should have improved in fact I think he's gone backwards in the last two years Is that always the player's fault or is there some responsibility for the club in the middle of that? It's usually the player's fault Jer It's usually the player's fault I don't know what the problem is I don't know whether you know he got a big contract and decided to uh, switch off a little or take it a bit easy I don't know um, but I don't think he has become uh, the great player that he should have become now he's still a very good player because he's a very very talented player as we know uh, but if you want to, to, to reach uh, fulfil that potential or, or, or make the best of that ability I don't think that's happened so therefore he's a good player without without reaching the heights that he should be reaching at the moment and I think I think Ferguson obviously if he is going to let him go uh, would be thinking like that You mentioned um, the, the injury has he was there a period after that that he looked like the same player is it simply down to you know maybe he, he got injured and didn't actually acquire the same levels of athleticism ever afterwards and that slowed well, him I, down I, I don't think so Jay. I think you got over the injury if you get over the injury and you work as hard as you, you, you can 
or you should, when you have the injury, you'll get over it okay. I mean, he was pretty young. He's only 27 now, so he's only 25 when he had that. I think the problem with him, and it, it seems to be Ferguson has highlighted a few times. For example, when he was injured, la- uh, sorry, suspended last year coming into the European Championships. Remember, he couldn't play in the first two games. Well, there's no doubt when he went to with England in the European Championships, he was nowhere near as fit as he should have been, Jer. Now, that's a bad sign. And I think when uh, he came back to for the start of the season, uh, Ferguson actually left him out after the first match, saying that he was far too, he was overweight and he wasn't as fit as he should be. Now, that's nobody else's fault but the players. If he's not as fit as he should be, that's the players' fault. Nobody can be responsible for that. And it's a bad sign if you see a player uh, not working on his fitness as hard as he should, because you can only play at your best, no matter who you are, and whatever ability you have, when you're as fit as you should be. I don't really remember a player who had the opportunity that Rooney has under Ferguson failing to kick on and, and grasp the opportunity. I suppose that's what I was kind of getting at when it was asking about the club. Can Ferguson, is Ferguson maybe losing a little bit of his touch with players like Wayne Rooney? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think it's Ferguson's fault at all. I mean, a player, you, you can't watch a player 24 hours a day you can only encourage him you can give him the what great managers do is they, 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 they create an environment which good players players who want to do uh, well with their ability and their fitness can uh, um, improve and be very much at home I don't think that's changed I mean if you look at all the other players um, that hasn't happened to them and they're all in the same environment they train the same uh, every day but you can't keep a watch on players 24 hours a day I mean for example before the European Champions last year I think uh, uh, instead of getting fit and getting fit and working hard, I think Rooney was away in America. Yeah, he was in Las Vegas and that. You know, you can't you can't do things like that. You have an obligation to the club. You have an obligation to yourself. Uh, he's on two hundred and fifty grand a week, and that's what that's what Ferguson, if he is going to let him go, would be annoyed about. Yeah, that that Rooney blew the opportunity. Yes, well, two. I think there's two things that Ferguson would be very annoyed about. First of all, we had the incident uh, a couple of years ago when he was going to go to Manchester City. And he did make a statement at that time that the club didn't, wasn't showing the ambition that he wanted. Now, that was a slur on Ferguson. Ferguson wouldn't forget that. And Ferguson stood by him to get the contract, the big contract that he did. Now, if Ferguson doesn't believe, if he doesn't believe that Rooney hasn't repaid him on the pitch in the way that he should, then I think Ferguson would be very, very annoyed and probably would feel betrayed, Chair. To the point that the decision is just a football decision to leave him out of the team against Real Madrid, or that actually it is a, I'm the boss here. Yeah, I'm the boss, and I'll... See, at the moment, uh, you see, the situation has changed from a couple of years ago. Because, first of all, Welbeck has come on the scene. Uh, Little P has come on the scene. Uh, Kagawa has come on the scene. So... They're 15 points ahead, and is it 15 points ahead in the league? I think at the moment, I think they're going to win the league with or without Rooney, and Ferguson would know that. So, all Ferguson wants from players are all the way he works, in my opinion, whether it be Roy Keane uh, or Brian Robson, as long as they're doing their stuff and helping Manchester United win things, he's okay with them. As soon as he feels that they're not contributing as much as they should, then they're gone. And I think he feels that Rooney is not contributing as much as he should, uh, and he has players that can go in the team and win matches for him. And his, his contract is up in two years' time, 
yeah. If he lets it go another year, then he hardly get any money for it, yeah. Rooney. Whereas and if he lets him go, it might be a financial decision as well, cash in on him and uh, go on from there. And Rooney would happily sit out the last year of his contract on 300 grand a week saying, I'm going to take the full whack of my value. Well, he's in the drive, you know, all players are in the, in, the, in, the driving, in the driving seat as far as that's concerned. If it comes to a sort of a dispute with the club, he doesn't have to move. Uh, he can only he can only move if he wants to move. Uh, so, but that's the way I would read the situation at the moment. I don't. I think Rooney is, is a great talent. Um, I, I think he has stalled in the last couple of years, and I think Ferguson knows that. And he doesn't take decisions lightly. I mean, if you look at also some of his comments, uh, he wasn't as fit as he should with his build. He's a bit heavy. He's made quite a few comments about uh, Rooney like that. He dropped him at the start of the season, yeah, because yeah. he didn't think he was he was fit enough. And then he told everybody about the reasons why. That I thought that was really interesting as well, because normally that's the type of thing that Ferguson keeps to himself. Oh yeah, yeah. He, you see, Ferguson is a master at handling players over the years. I mean, I think he indulged uh, Cantona, for example. I think he indulged Ronaldo to get the best out of, him, and he did get the best out of him. Uh, in Rooney's case, and it's only, it's only my take on it. I think he would feel a bit betrayed with uh, getting the contract for him two years ago and uh, he's not doing what Ferguson thinks he should be doing for the club I, I also at the moment whenever hear, I hear any of the big decisions that Ferguson is making or is allowing to, to go on at Manchester United do really think that at some point very soon he's going to announce his retirement I, and I'm, I don't think it's going to be this year because he didn't win the Champions League and I, I do think I do buy the argument that he is desperate to go out winning the Champions League so the point you're making about whether or not these players are going to help me to win games and specifically now I think the, the Holy Grail that last uh, the last Champions League that he wants to win he obviously doesn't believe Rooney can have an influence on that I think it's more long term than that yeah. I, and I don't think his own situation comes into it I think he does he does what's best for the club, which in which in in the long run is best for himself. I'm not so sure he has any any thoughts of return. I I I I I think he's I think he he, he, he can't see himself living without football. Yeah, that's what I think with Ferguson. I think if Ferguson was retired tomorrow, um, he would find it very very difficult to to um, keep himself interested in anything. Yeah. And I think he said, like last week was, which was a strange thing I saw in the paper. I don't know if you saw it, where he said he he might he might now go as a director. Did you see that in the paper last week? He might stay on as Manchester United as when he finishes in management. Yeah, didn't Matt Busby do exactly the same thing? Wasn't it a yeah, disaster? Yeah, yeah, with disastrous results, yeah. I think if he does that, and I know the one that, that, that he might not, but um, I think for Manchester United's sake, when he goes, he should go. Yeah, Busby did that, and it was a disaster because the, the the man is still there and you can't stop his influence just like that. You know, he's the, he'd have dealt with players, he'd have dealt with the club. For example, if, if, if say, the new manager came in he was still there and he wants to buy a player and uh, the directors would definitely ask Ferguson, well, what do you think of that? Yeah. You know, and that's what happened with Matt Busby and, and Wilf McGuinness when he first took over. It, uh, you know, totally undermined. And totally undermined. No good manager is going to take, accept the conditions where Alex Ferguson's going to have final say on pretty much well he wouldn't they wouldn't start off that he would have the final say but that's what happens I mean if you take Alex Ferguson's uh, position at the club when he first took over the club it was three years before he really established himself as a winning manager well imagine if uh, somebody else came in and they didn't didn't establish himself and Ferguson was there he wouldn't last three years but I don't think on a personal level I don't think Ferguson sees any future for himself 
outside the game. Well, and the thing is, if he keeps getting players in that win matches, once you once you do what he's what he's done, uh, Jar in the game, then and you get the players in, he doesn't have that much to do on a day to day basis, you know, physically anyway. Yeah, the the other bit of kind of random speculation that keeps cropping up and again there's a little more detail to it than most of the idle transfer speculation you see is that Ronaldo has started to talk about the possibility of at some point going back to Manchester United yeah. even the down to the detail of his salary and how much of a pay cut he would be willing to take to do that um, I, I wonder if there's any vague connection between these stories and, or maybe just completely overreaching but if Wayne Rooney is gone it frees up a lot of salary yeah. cap and it frees up yeah. a nice place in the team for somebody like Cristiano Ronaldo to come back to well th- I think that's a possibility Jer you know I think I think it's it's in the future it, it, it's something that could happen or might happen we don't know yet um, but it, it, it's certainly a possibility because Ferguson is in love with Ronaldo as we as we know uh, and Ronaldo might get to the stage where he's fed up in Madrid and get back to Manchester we don't, we don't know that but certainly if, if, if he came back and Rooney went uh, it would free up a lot of the wages and the transfer fee as well if they were going to agree uh, come to, to come to some agreement on the transfer fee. Uh, but that's very much in the future. I don't think the Rooney the, 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 it would really uh, um, change Ferguson's mind on the Rooney situation at the moment. Yeah, that would be very much in the future. But I think he. Ferguson would be taking the Rooney situation as it is at the moment in isolation. It wouldn't be, I don't think it would be connected in any way at this particular time with the Ronaldo situation. Final question on Rooney then for now. Very few players, and, and Ronaldo is the obvious immediate example that comes to mind, leave Manchester United and go on to achieve great things at other clubs. Wayne Rooney is still a very young man, but from the sounds of what we're getting, seems to have lost a bit of his hunger for the game or something is stopping him. Mm reaching the level that he should have reached is it possible that he can recover that hunger and reach the level that we know he's capable of, of reaching again or is this pretty much it for Rooney well we don't know uh, uh, I think he's young enough and have, has the ability uh, to do it now my, Ferguson we don't know might be giving him a kick up the backside to do it at Manchester United but um, you know the great players that I've known in the past never needed that type of kick up the backside to continue uh, to be a great player. They have it in them to do well week in and week out. You know, if you go, go over the great players over the years, like Bobby Charlton was one of the great players at Manchester United, Bobby Charlton never stalled in his effort and application to the game um, at, uh, at Old Trafford. Messi doesn't do it. You know, Ronaldo looks after himself really well. So the, all the great players don't, don't stall and then have to get, uh, you know, a kick up the backside to get going again. Yeah, I mean, if he's at Manchester United, they're winning everything every year. Uh, you know, the chance to win the Champions League, they've got a chance of winning everything. You can't, why? Why would you want to go to a better club than that or a different club to that? Yeah, you have it in your hand. He's earning fortunes every week. Uh, you know, he's one of the luckiest uh, players or one of the luckiest people that ever lived to be in the position he's doing. He's getting paid fortunes to play in a game that he should love, and I don't think it's too much for him to look after himself and really dedicate himself to the game and do what he can for the team. Yeah, and for a few short years. But yes, exactly. It, so it's not gone, he can still get that back. Well, he has the ability. Uh, but you see, I've, you know, we've all seen loads of players with ability, Jar. It's attitude is everything. You know, attitude, if you don't have the attitude uh, and have the ability, you're not going to be a great player. 
where the some lads have less ability and have the attitude become great players. I mean, Roy Keane, who was in the news recently, uh, you know, it was, is a perfect example of that. I mean, Roy Keane didn't have the ability uh, that Rooney has, or Ronaldo has, or Bobby Charlton had. But, but because of his attitude and application, um, he made himself a great player because he could influence the game in a way with, with he could with the, with the attributes that he had. But yeah. it wasn't classical football attributes. Yeah. All right, John, we've got loads more to talk about. We're going to talk about the uh, next Ireland manager, some uh, stuff about the worst training partners as well. If you've got questions for John, 53106 is the text number back after these. Off the ball on News Talk 106 to 108. All right, you're very welcome back to Thursday Night Football. We're talking with John Giles. If you have questions for him, 53106 is the uh, text number. John, one of the things before we talk about the, the Ireland manager thing is uh, Jose Enrique of Liverpool was saying that um, Luis Suarez is the worst player he's ever had to play against in training because he uh, humiliates him every day by not making him in training and kind of got us thinking a little bit about this. Um, not, not particularly good for Jose Enrique's confidence if Suarez is doing it to him uh, day in, day out. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised he's a good player, Enrique. I'm surprised he allows him to do it. Um, he must be particularly good at it, Suarez, if he can do it to a player as good as him regularly, you know? Is Enrique allowed, are there special training ground rules that allow you to uh, turn around and kick Suarez up the ass if he does it to you not too often? Really, not really, not really. <laughs> I'd, say, uh, I'd say the manager wouldn't, uh, manager Rogers wouldn't be too pleased about that if he did it to his star player. It, 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 it can't be overdone, Jerry. You know, like I think what, but anyway, in my day, Friday morning was usually a fairly relaxed morning because you were only out for a, a stretch to get ready for Saturday's game. So um, that could be Billy Bremner used to do it a bit, you know. Uh, he, he, I wouldn't say mess around, but it wouldn't be quite as serious as it was on Monday or Tuesday. And the manager allowed that. But generally speaking, uh, in my time anyway, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, when you're training, there was no messing around at all. You couldn't do that. You couldn't do it. Uh, but but some lads did it nasty. When Duncan McKenzie came to the club, well, Dun- Duncan was a trickster anyway. He could do all sorts of tricks on and off the pitch. He could jump over a mini jar. Did you ever hear about that? No. Right? Duncan McKenzie. What? He could jump over a mini, right? And he signed him from Knott's Forest for I think it was two hundred and fifty grand at the time. He could do two things. He could jump over a mini and he could throw a golf ball the length of the pitch. What? Over the length of the pitch. And we, we when he came to the club. Um, because when you look at a mini, it's not easy to do, you know. No, hang on a second. Um, Tell, explain how how does it work? Does he does he take a, a long run up? No, with... no, we were in the dressing room shortly after he arrived. He said, hey, Duncan, what about you know what lads are the footballers? You know what Duncan, what about this? You know jumping over the the the, the mini business. Uh, you know we don't believe you. You know so there was a mini out in the car park. So we said, right, come on and show us out there. And we walked out, and it's quite high the mini. Yeah, and. Uh, there was a few bets on it, you know, I said, ah, oh, Fiverr, you don't do that, and, you know, Fiverr here, Fiverr there. And uh, Duncan, like, he, 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 what he did, actually, Jack, he sort of only strolled up to it two or three strides, and I honestly thought he was going to turn back and say, oh, look, lads, I'm only joking. Hopped over it. Hopped over the mini. In one go. one go. Hopped over it. And then we got him out on the, on the, uh, on the, on the pitch, and he threw the ball from one end of the pitch onto the terraces. A, a golf ball a golf ball and does this mean that he was amazing at long throws and also no j- <laughs> no it meant nothing it meant nothing in fact it became a bit of a joke with the lads that they, the reason they spent 250 grand on him was because he could jump the mini and throw the ball the length of the pitch 
<laughs> but he was good fun, you know. But, but not, he, was, he, was, he was a character like that. Not the most amazing footballer, though. And honestly, it made no difference to his ability to jump in the air for corners or for... Well, he had a good, he had a good leap, all right, but it didn't make any... He didn't, it, like, he wouldn't get up and score a great, great deal of goals where he's headed or anything like that. It's just something he could do. But it was the casual way in which he did it that amazed me because I thought he was going to stop. He was only, it only took about two or three steps and hopped, hopped over it, you know. Which of, and, which of and these... cleared it easily. Which of these two amazing things that he could do was the most impressive? Throwing oh, a golf ball? Jumping the mini. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, jumping the mini. Yeah, that was Duncan, yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah, and he was, uh, he was a good nutmegs man. Well, he tried nutmegs all the time. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it was Duncan. And were, were, his, were his megs tolerated early in the week? No, he could, he'd do them on Friday or Saturday <laughs> if he was playing. That's the way he was. He just he was he, he loved doing the tricks, you know. Where was there a general acceptance of uh, kind of we we we? No, on the Saturdays there wasn't. No, 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 no. Like Dung was type of lad to be in a tight match. It ball be played up to him. He try he try a trick and it wouldn't come and it didn't bother him. You know, and we were a very very professional outfit. You know, giving the ball away when you're one up with, with and then somebody has to chase back and try and get it back again. But he was good. He was a good type of lad. But he was a good type of lad, and and would therefore he have somehow managed to escape the recriminations in the dressing room afterwards, or did he still get a talking mm, sometimes. to? Sometimes, yeah, <laughs> sometimes. All right, five three one zero six is the text number. We've got loads of texts coming through. We're going to take a quick hour break and get to them. Off the ball, getting inside the game on News Talk one hundred six to one hundred eight. TC is texted in to say Duncan McKenzie actually jumped over a mini on the pitch at Ellen Road before a game to entertain the crowd. Can you imagine a club letting a player do that today? Not many could do it. Yeah, I don't know if you get one to uh, able to do it. I never, I didn't know he did it on the pitch, but I, I, he did it. Well, at that time I saw him was he was only like a few days at the club, and we'd we'd heard about this, and said uh, you know, and he did it no bother. But I, I think he did. I think I do remember now that he did it on the pitch as well. That's a pretty impressive uh, initiation ceremony trick yeah. if ever he needs one. Uh, Tony Limerick says, "Can John see a massive clear out at Arsenal this summer because it's so obvious they're not cutting it and won't get fourth? Um. Well, let's talk about them getting uh, new defensive players in, uh, Jer. A lot of talk, talk this week that, uh, you know, Wenger's fed up with the defence, he's going to get some new players in. But actually, I think Wenger's at fault a lot himself because the, 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 the policy of them defending in the way they're doing, which is a high line, as they call it, playing offside all the time, is one of the major reasons they're losing the goals that they're doing. And that's down to the manager, and um, I think he, sh- he should try and change that. Us, but I think he, I think he does need a couple of defenders as well. Yeah, the only thing about clear outs is that it's kind of an indication that actually you made a really serious error in getting these players in in the first place, and many yeah. managers are a bit reluctant to do that. Yeah, well, I think I, I, obviously yes, you're right, yeah. But Marta Saka, I think, has been a bad sign for him. I think some of the other defenders are okay if they were if they were organised in a better way, and I think they could I think they could be organised a lot better than they are at the moment. Okay. Ask John, does he not think Alex Ferguson's record in Europe is shocking? One more European Cup than Liverpool in 25 years. Mm. Well, I don't know. He's won the won the Cup in his Cup. He's been in there. He's, he's, with, with Liverpool's record was was, was terrific. Uh, yeah, but you couldn't uh, you couldn't uh, fault Ferguson's record over 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 the 20 odd years. The, the amount that he's won, the titles he's won, the cups he's won, the Champions League he's won. You know the cup winners guy. You couldn't. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fault his record at all. Okay. Rob says Lee Sharp. There's another player who failed to meet early expectations. Does John think he could have been a great player? No. No, I don't think he ever had the ability. And nowhere near the ability that Rooney has. I think he could have been a better player than he was for longer than he was. He had. He he had some good qualities, but he wasn't in the same class 
uh, and didn't have the same ability as, um, as as some of the great players. No. Yeah, Lee Sharp was a pretty one-dimensional player. Like, yeah, he was left winger. Yeah, he was he was useful. Yeah, he was a useful player. But you know, I think he liked a bit of a party. I think he was a bit of a party boy as well. So you know, if you haven't got the ability that Wayne Rooney has, and uh, you're inclined to have a few parties, then it's not the recipe for great success. No. No, and, and having enough money to enjoy yourself. Uh, exactly. Davey says, would John agree Ronaldo has matured as a player over the last year? I think he has. I think it's since gone to, um, to, to Madrid, he, def- he definitely has matured as a player. Uh, and, and one thing about, you know, I've been critical of, uh, sorry, Ronaldo uh, over the years, yeah, but there's never been any a hint of controversy about his life off the pitch. You know, he's very, very fit uh, and he's looked after himself extremely well. And there's no doubt about there's no doubt about that. It does seem like there aren't a whole heap of clubs around the world that he could go to, where he'd enjoy the same level of success and, and adulation. Maybe we have to see exactly how PSG play out. But I can't see him playing, say for example, at Bayern Munich or who's that? Uh, Ronaldo. So well, he doesn't have to, Jer. You know, he's at he's at um, he's at Real Madrid. There's no talk about him gone. Um, you know, it's different to Rooney. Rooney might be chucked out. If Ferguson might want him, might have to go somewhere else. But I think in Ronaldo's case, I mean, as you said earlier on, I'd say the one place he couldn't go back to would be Old Trafford. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't have he doesn't have to go anywhere at the moment, and there's no talk of him going anywhere at the moment that I know of. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens if Mourinho doesn't stay. If that becomes a bit of a bigger issue, yeah, um, that could that could be. I mean, if Mourinho, there's a lot of talk of him going back to Old Trafford. I don't know whether he will. Uh, or not then there could be more reason for uh, Ronaldo to follow him but I wouldn't be too sure about all that we'll have have to wait and see how that pans out here Joe says apart from a few notable exceptions Rooney's playing with the worst Manchester United team in years that has to affect him they're so far ahead in the league and that shows you how bad the league is well it might show you how good Manchester United is Uh, I don't think it's the worst team ever for Manchester United not by any means I don't think it's the best team for Manchester United as Ferguson hinted uh, a couple of weeks ago that you know they were better than the team that he thinks they're the better squad than the team that won the treble, uh, but they're still a good squad of players. But they're by far and away ahead of everybody else, and uh, you know that's not that's not a bad position to be in. Yeah, what's what is the is the squad good? Because you kind of like over the last number of years, he's bought two or three players every season who seem to have added real value to the squad. Even Chicharito, uh, yeah, uh, Valencia. These are these are good players to have in your squad as opposed oh, yeah. to. He's got a big squad of players. If you look at Young. Uh, the other day, Valencia, Tony coming on, well, Valencia and, and Tony coming on as subs. Uh, you know, he's got four forwards. Uh, like he's got players coming. And no, he's, he's a better squad of players than anybody else has uh, in the Premiership. There's no doubt about that. Um, so, you know, you couldn't you couldn't fault him in that particular way. Does John think no English team getting into the quarterfinals of the Champions League is a sign of a decline or a coincidence for this season only? Well, it has to be a decline, uh, Jeb. But if you look at the, the individual clubs, I mean, Liverpool are nowhere near where they were. Chelsea, have, as we know, have had more than their own share of troubles. Arsenal have, have gone backwards. So these are the clubs that were the big clubs. Uh, well, Manchester City, um, you know, failed very, very badly in Europe this year. Um, so, But they're, they're, they're second in the league, so they might be able to do some. But the clubs that have been great over the years haven't made, not doing that well in the, in the domestic league anyway final one for now does John think Roy Keane is just looking for publicity at this stage he doesn't even believe the stuff he's saying says Joe in Whitehall that last bit wasn't a question from Joe it was more no, a statement no I don't think so I think so I think he gave an honest opinion last last night or the other night about the, the sending off I think he was he was genuine in that 
I don't think he needs publicity. I think Paddy Crown was very unfair on him the other day to suggest that he was biased and because he had a row uh, with Ferguson a few years ago that he was making the statements that he's made. I don't believe that. No, I think I think it was an honest view by Roy Keane. Most people didn't agree with it, but there again, if you're on the television, you make a statement, a lot of people are not going to agree with it. But I think it's unfair uh, to... to uh, call his integrity in, 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 or doubt his integrity Jar. I, think I do fair enough John thanks very much for joining us this evening great to have you with us cheers Jar. thanks for listening to this News Talk 106 to 108 podcast to download other programmes or for more information go to newstalk.ie